0: WarbyParker.com slash
2: covered It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen to, To tell you the honest truth I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet Something's happened It missed something here
1: the fear that went in me when I seen it was just um, like the feeling, I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life.
2: It's a weird feeling, like you can't explain it when you don't know, you feel like you're being followed but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one
0: just across the road, shaking the daylight of the tree. All we get is a red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked
1: out. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Cade Moyer, and you are listening to the Believe Paranormal and UFO Podcast. If you have had an encounter and would like to share it, please get in touch with me. My email address is believepod at gmail.com. If you enjoy the podcast, be sure to leave us a rating or review wherever you listen and head on over to our website, believepod.com and consider becoming a member to get bonus episodes and video content. Hey Believers, I just wanted to pop in real quick and thank you for listening to Season 13 of the podcast. While I take a break for a few weeks and get Season 14 ready... I figured it was a great opportunity to introduce you to a podcast that I personally love. This is an episode from the terrific podcast called Yowie Central that is actually hosted by a very good friend of mine and friend of the show, Sarah Bignall. If you like what you hear, be sure to head over and subscribe to her show because I'll leave all those links in the show notes, but I'll see you guys real soon.
0: top of the morning to you. I'm Sarah and this is Yowie Central. Welcome to the show. My special guest this week hails from the UK. Paul contacted Australian Yowie Research with a Yowie Bigfoot Sasquatch Wild Man of the Woods sighting that he had back in January of this year but it wasn't in the woods. It was just across the road from his second-floor apartment in Salford, near Manchester in the United Kingdom. Paul very kindly agreed to share his fascinating sighting with the Yowie Central listeners, so here he is. It
2: was a bizarre occurrence. It was the most... Literally the most unexpected thing (laughs) ever. I just wouldn't believe it. Um, Yeah, okay, so I'm to the west of Manchester in a place called Salford. Salford's a kind of pretty urban area, but it does seem to have some big parks and some forests around here. Um, I'm not from this area so I'm not sure about the forest but I have seen a few big parks. I live in a second-story apartment and one night I was up pretty late like tonight It was about 2 a.m. and I just finished coding and stuff and settled down for the evening and I was watching some videos on YouTube you know on the uh, smartphone um, and yeah, just before I was going to bed, I thought I'd nip to the window to have a cigarette. And I've done that like a thousand times since I've been here, you know, old habits die hard type thing. I just moved the curtain back to open the window and uh, I looked across the road where there's, um, it's like a little community centre with a garden around it. Directly across the road is um, a lamppost, a stainless steel metal lamppost, and the light was off at the time, you know, it was like broken and it was just been waiting to be fixed, and it's been fixed since, but this is back in January, about mid-January. I looked out and I was just expecting to see, you know, the usual road and a quiet road at 3am type thing. What caught my eye, and it's the only reason I noticed anything, is that the bottom of the lamppost just looked like it had disappeared, like it wasn't there. And, like, the top of the lamppost just looked like it was floating in mid-air, which, you know, looks a bit weird. Yeah, I didn't... My eyes were, like, adjusted. And then what I saw in front of the lamppost was, like, the biggest shape I've seen of, like, a human, a person... At the time, you know, I didn't think of anything like a Bigfoot or anything, and I just thought it was like some guy being weird at 3 a.m. on a main road, like, and I, you know, just looked out and this guy was staring up at me. Yeah, I was pretty surprised and let out an exclamation. Uh, I opened the window and was like, what's going on, type thing. I won't use the language I used. Um, <laughs> it, was, uh, it wasn't pla um, wasn't uh, the best language ever.
0: <laughs> did and, it rhyme uh, with truck?
2: <laughs> it, it did. And <laughs> it, 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 was, it was kind of like I was just about to say, like, what are you doing, mate, type thing. Because I presumed it was bloke, you know, like what else would it be type thing on a main road at 3 a.m. Because I thought it was like some guy just like staring at the curtain, you know, at the window or something. And like all I saw was like this giant... It was like um, a black mass, a total dark shadow of, like, a huge guy standing, like, head-on. And I just saw the outline of this giant figure, and then I saw what looked like the guy was smiling, which I presume was a smile at the time, or something creeper. So I opened the window, and I was like, you know, what's going on type thing? The shadow disappeared from in front of the um, uh, the light, and I saw the bottom of uh, the lamppost again, and then out of just under some trees and out of the trees, I saw what was just like, there's no other word of describing it, it was like a Bigfoot. And I went from what is this guy's problem to what is that, mate? Because it was literally, it was like seven foot tall. And it was like dark brown all over. And it was, uh, I saw it like side on. And I was like, that is one huge guy type thing. Because I'm still thinking it's a guy at the time. And it starts running up the road on the pavement. And I was like, what the hell? Because I saw like arms dangling. And it's like, you never see a, a dude running with his arms dangling, you know what I mean? They usually put you usually pump your arms or you don't dangle your arms. It was it was like slightly lent over. Not like really lent over, just like its shoulders were leading forwards. And um when it was running, when this guy or whatever it was was running, it didn't lock its legs. You know, like it, it didn't run in strides of locking its legs. It just kind of ran with bent legs bent knees yeah i I kind of saw this giant bigfoot is literally like it could be something else but it's the only thing i can relate it to it it ran from the um lamppost and it ran say about 20 30 meters to an intersection and it looked down you could see it looking down uh the road to see if traffic or people were coming before it ran across the road and then it ran up the hill about what hundred meters, and I was watching it go. There was there's trees about the place, but it was like back in January, so there was no leaves on the trees. So you had a pretty good visibility, you know, straight up the road. And yeah, it ran straight up the pavement in like really long strides, but you know, it wasn't like a sprint and it wasn't like a jog. It was like it was like taking it easier but covering ground pretty fast with, like, really long strides. It ran straight up this hill, which is a pretty steep hill, to be honest, and then it got to the top of the road where there's a motorway, and it took a left to which I presume, because, you know, it went out of sight at that point, but I presume, and seems reasonable, that it went to an underpass which goes underneath the motorway, to the other side of the motorway where there's another kind of park it struck me it was really odd at the time i kind of i watched it go and i didn't even consider a camera or anything because it was literally it went from a bloke being creepy and weird to that what the hell is that because you don't instantly go oh that's a big foot in salford you know what i mean it's like that, that it, this is a pretty urban environment. If anyone would have said a day before, never mind a year ago before seeing it, there could be Bigfoot in Salford, I'd have probably laughed, to be honest. I'd have been like, maybe in America and Australia, you know, because they're huge places and there's a lot of, you know, not there's so much forest to hide in and different things, but in the middle of Salford, n- next to Manchester, I'm a bit doubtful. So, yeah, it, it struck me as weird, but I remember uh, thinking back to myself at how... You know, like, at first I thought it was a bloke doing a creepy smile and then running off. But when it came into the light side on, I remember just, like, looking at it, just, like, looking at its feet and stuff, which were pretty big, you know, and they looked like it, it just didn't... This this guy just didn't look like he was in, you know, like a Bigfoot suit or something. Like, if if that was a suit that deserves to be in Hollywood. You know, like, that deserves, like, he must have put time and effort and money and everything into that suit. And you'd just stand out on the middle of a road in a Bigfoot suit in the second week of January, and then run up a hill with ease. Do you know what I mean? And then it, it, even if you accounted to, say, he had, say, three or four inches of hair on this suit, the guy was literally, like, seven foot tall. And if it was a suit it fit in perfectly like absolutely perfectly so it just didn't seem like um you know a hoax or anything um but yeah that smile was massive it, it didn't look like a normal person's width of their mouth do you know what i mean like maybe a mouth is say three four inches wide this looked like six inches wide but yeah that's that's pretty much it. it was just so strange it must have happened in about 30 seconds from seeing them under the lamppost to running straight up the road and out of sight. What was the weirdest thing really was, you know, I trusted my eyes to see what I saw, and it really did shock me. At the at the time, it was just pure surprise, you know what I mean? Because you just don't expect to see anything like that here. And, yeah, about um, a day later, two days later... I googled uh, Bigfoot Salford, and yeah, it seems that there's been quite a few reports of similar of similar Bigfoot. I, I think it's a Bigfoot, you know, what else could it be type thing. Maybe it's somewhere else, but, you know, it definitely looked like a Bigfoot. Uh, but yeah, I googled it uh, for Salford, and there's been at least three or four reports over the years, stretching back maybe 20, 30 years. That's interesting. Uh, For this area. I I was expecting to get zero results. You know, when I Googled it, I was just expecting to get zero results and, you know, maybe some results from America or something. I never thought Britain, never mind north of England, never mind Salford.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is there an organisation, like Australian Yowie Research here in Australia, is there an organisation in the UK that collects and documents sightings to create kind of a database for the country?
2: Um, yes, I think so. Um, I've not looked into it in depth too much, but there was a lady um, researcher who seems to be uh, focusing on, you know, this area in Salford. I'll just bring up her name because she, I, I spoke to her over email and she was just so, you know, honest and straight up and her, the lady's name is Deborah Hartswell. Oh,
0: yes. I have actually listened to – I thought you were going to say Deborah uh, because I, I, have yeah. a, I have a memory of listening to something, a couple of different shows with a woman who had a northern English accent and I think she's from yeah. up your way, isn't she?
2: Yeah, I think she's from originally or oh, lived at one point in Salford. Yeah, right. this area.
0: There you go. Um
2: yeah and it was bizarre i'm i'm afraid i've not looked into any of the ladies you know maybe podcasts or videos that she's done i came across um the hours with yourselves um from another lady uh who was called debbie online and she recommended i check you guys out and i was uh, I literally only contacted you because I was so impressed with the people who'd rang in because they seemed so authentic. You know, they're, they're just honest people that are, are saying, yeah, I've saw this and, you know, putting their head over the parapet type thing.
0: Yeah, And that's that's exactly what it's like for a lot of our witnesses who contact us. You know, a lot of people say, oh, they can't possibly all be true. Lots of people must be lying. They must be faking it and hoaxing. But you don't actually gain much when you admit in public to seeing what's supposed to be a mythological imaginary creature. You you get ridiculed and mocked and people don't take you seriously. So, you know, if, if there was an expert who was really good at lying, then they might get past me. But... Uh, there aren't yeah. there aren't many people that I've spoken to over the years who I immediately thought ah, this person's pulling my leg.
2: You're right. I mean, you, you think that, that I'm, I'm sure there are pranksters and master liars out there, and I'm sure they're mixed in with the crowd. But there's that many people who are just normal people that have normal lives and have zero in like I had zero interest in Bigfoot before I saw that back in January and at that point you're just like they can't they can't all be lying and it's like I allow for you know uh, someone pulling a hoax and I allow for maybe imagining stuff but I'm pretty I trust my eyes and it, it, if I even if I didn't see a Bigfoot like if I'd if if I'd have googled Bigfoot in Salford and not found Deborah Hatswell and other reports for this area I'd have said well I definitely saw it but I must have been mistaken somehow so maybe I did imagine it or maybe it was you know um, a hoax or something but when you then google it and it stretches back 34 years to different people's sightings who are all normal people who've just gone I saw that and Tell if you don't say you've seen it, you're just lying. That's how I see it because you just hide in the truth. If yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, was I can say is like, certainly don't want fame and fortune. Not going to make any money off this from talking to yourself. Probably. <laughs> I don't make any money either, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> I know, but and and at that point, you just think like, where's the motive to lie? Do you know what I mean? Like, where where's the incentive to lie? There's just no point. If anything, as you said, you you you're only inviting ridicule, which nobody needs.
0: No, and, so and it is very unpleasant.
2: It is. It's not. It's not welcomed. I mean, after seeing that thing, I really wouldn't want to see that thing again. And seriously, that that's like seeing a lion on the loose. Whatever them things are, they're not like. That maybe there's friendly ones, maybe there's unfriendly ones. I have no idea, but it creeped me out. Like for two weeks after seeing that thing, when I went to the window, I was twitching. Yeah, I don't blame like, you. I was literally twitching. Like I so don't. What if it's just standing there again, just like it's got a thing for me or something?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, th- that's yeah. that's what's running through my mind too. Is why why was it there in the first place? What was it? What was it doing? Like when you when you opened the window to have, yeah. your, cig- to have your cigarette and, and looked out, was it already looking straight up at your window?
2: I'm not sure. Um, it's weird because it's like th- by the time my eyes adjusted, I'd have said it was looking at me. But did it look at me because it saw the curtain move and maybe a light shadow change and it caught its eye? Was it just standing there, just staring up at my window creepily, like for some weird other reason? And the only thing I could think of, which kind of did make sense to me, but it's just guesswork, so I've no idea, is the light was off on the other side of the road, and the other side of the road's only 15 metres away. It's not far away. Was it running from, say, a park from down the road and just running up the road? And did it just stop to hide under the dark shadows of, you know, a couple of trees that are over the lamppost? And with the lamppost off, it was just dark. So it had a moment to hide and check out if any um, traffic was coming or, you know, something like that before it kept running up the road. And you're right, it's like it, it just leaves you with a ton of questions like, why was it running up a main road? Wouldn't you think it would want to stay out of sight? Was it heading somewhere? Was it looking for food? Was it going to a gathering? There? It, it, I'd never considered there would be so many questions after seeing it. Like, since then, I've got a million questions and I have zero answers for any of them. It's like the only thing I can stand on with data with information is what i've seen and from your channel what people have been saying it's got the ring of truth to it you know it's it it's not people after entertainment it's just people saying what they've heard and what they know and what's kind of reasonable but i mean the biggest one and i you know i can't deny it is manchester and salford in the north of england CCTV is everywhere. It really is. It's just absolutely spammed everywhere. So how can something like a bigfoot go anywhere in this area without it appearing all over CCTV, without a CCTV operator leaking it online or something? Yeah. And And you know, it it just leaves you with questions. Of it doesn't really make sense, but. One thing I did really think of when I saw it is, that reminds me of a ghillie suit, you know, that sniper's use. Yeah, yep. And I thought to myself, if that, if if you were standing somewhere and it was dark and that thing was lying five, ten feet away from you on the floor, you'd never see it. You'd honestly never see it. And what I found strange and what kind of shocked me is, you know, if you're, you're looking out or you're looking somewhere and you see the silhouette of a person your brain just kind of recognizes that's the silhouette of a person this thing was that big my brain didn't recognize it as a person at first Do you know what I mean I had to I had to really look and be like is that the outline of a person and then the creepy thing smiled which I presume after presumed at the time was a smile but afterwards i presumed was a snarl unless it was a creepy smile but it made more sense to be a snarl type thing or maybe it was a smile i don't know but yeah what was weird is that when i um when i shouted at a type thing or at least shouted it ran off which is nice because i think oh yeah because that could have that could have just Run over the road and like jumped up you know onto my you know to the window or something if it was proper anger
0: when you first noticed it, it wasn't snarling, but then when it noticed you looking its it snarled or smiled or showed you its teeth anyway
2: yeah, yeah I'd yeah. say so i mean i it it took me what two or three seconds for for the dark to go from just a pure a pure dark background to a dark background with a very large silhouette of what I presume was a man and until it ran out onto the lights. And what's it was weird is I don't know if it was my imagination, but it seemed a very dark night that night. I don't know if that was coincidence or what. I imagine it'd be coincidence, but or oh, maybe it chose that night. But it was usually um in the city we don't see many lights anyway due to the light pollution yeah. um so pretty much every night is roughly the same lit night if you, if that makes sense yeah and yet this one night it, it honestly seemed darker but yeah I, i'll never forget that i must admit um it was just so darn massive and it it was so unexpected i've never seen anything I've never seen anything like it before yet, or since thankfully. And it totally changed my idea of stuff. Because if, if you look at science and history and just be reasonable about it all, that thing shouldn't exist here. Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe it could it could exist, and there's possibilities in big countries like America and Australia and different places. But in a small country like england with a very high population level in an urban environment with lots of cctv it seems to reduce you know the probabilities of its existence down quite significantly and that's the weird part is like i I know what i saw and yet at the same time it doesn't make any sense and now a quick word from our sponsor
1: flexibility is great that's why there's yoga Also, are you wanting more content? Why not become a Believe Plus member? You'll get access to exclusive podcasts and episodes that aren't available to the public. Not only that, you'll also get our regular feed without any ads. Head to believepod.com forward slash plus to sign up today for just $5 a month.
0: Salford is a city, right? It's not just a a, yeah. a small country town. It's a city. Uh, it what's is, the, what's yeah. the population?
2: Salford merges in with manchester it used to be two different places years ago and it's kind of grown into each other and the the population of greater manchester is roughly about two and a half million
0: okay
2: so there's quite a significant level of people here this road that i'm on is pretty busy most nights i mean you do get your quiet times, at, you know, say between two and four a.m. But even then, you can have cars and ambulances and police cars and people jogging and walking. It's that you know there is quite a lot. Of, it's quite a built-up area, to be honest.
0: It's so it's I mean, so fascinating. It's so fascinating that there's one right in the middle of a, a heavily populated I area.
2: I know. Um, it, it, it was. The probabilities, I mean, I work off probabilities constantly and I'd have said the probabilities of something like that being here would be super low. And the probabilities of me ever seeing something like that would be even lower. And then the probabilities of me Googling Bigfoot in Salford and finding um Deborah with other sightings, I'd have said that was near zero. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, it's all there. And it, it it doesn't make sense in any shape or form, you know, from an evolutionary standpoint as we know it and as I say it, everywhere's full of CCTV, so that doesn't really make sense.
0: No. Did any of your have you spoken to any of your neighbors about it? Have they seen this creature as well?
2: I haven't to be honest. Um i I've I've been thinking about in many different ways I mean at the time like a day or two after thinking about it I I was thinking to myself that that was legit I saw that that was for real and then I'm like well I'm kind of worried now because what was it doing was it like was it just scavenging for food or something you know or going off on its way or was it heading north to a gathering or just heading home or some random thing and then I thought, like, what if it wasn't? What if it was doing something, you know, a bit dodgy, a bit nefarious? I, I can't just phone up the cops and say, oh, has anyone gone missing for this night? Because I saw a giant Bigfoot and I was wondering if it had kidnapped someone. They're just going to be like, you know, like lay off the drugs and go away.
0: Yeah. I found, so, it, I found it really interesting you mentioned about the gate when it was running off, that it, its knees weren't locking. That's that's a really interesting yeah. point because you're not the first person to mention that with regards to observing Bigfoot, Yowie, Sasquatch, uh, those sorts of it, beings, all walk mm-hmm. with that strange gait that's human like but not human.
2: Yeah, it was it was it was really human like, but the way it moved was like I. Maybe, because I'm not sure, but maybe could a person could a person imitate that? Could they mimic that? Could they master that skill? Maybe, I've no idea. But it, it, when you added it all up, the size, the hairy look to it, the, you know, the gait of the knees, the kind of weird dangling arms and this kind of hunched forward shoulder, what was really odd is it? it it just ran up this hill like it was nothing, you know, like it was just going for a jog and it was taking its time. And if if I'd have sprinted as fast as I could, maybe I'd have just kept up with it. And yet this thing, it's like its legs were just going. It's like its stride was that big. It didn't need to... Move its legs particularly fast to cover a lot of ground, if that makes sense. Yeah. At the top of the hill, it didn't look winded, or tired, or anything, and it it just ran across the road to what I presume it was going to an underpass. And if you'd got, I I went under the underpass since then because I couldn't help, you know, (laughs) I couldn't help but be curious (laughs) to see what was on the other side of the motorway. (laughs) Um, And it was just another huge park. So you have a huge park on that side of the motorway. And then if you just come down this road where I'm on and turn right, not far away, there's another huge park. So it's like, could it have been running from one park to another? Potentially. Uh, Yeah. And and that's the curse. You end up with speculation. I mean, as I say, the only data I can really stand on is what I've actually seen. And yet the rest is just pure speculation. Is it is it a normal creature? Is it something else? And, you know, you have a million questions. Why is it not on CCTV? What does it eat? Where does it live? Where was it going? Where did it come from? That literally just end up with a million questions. And there's a little thing in the back of your mind no, just knowing that your probabilities of ever finding out any answers are super slim, <laughs> you, you're just gonna live with it until you die. Going, I wonder what that was, but yeah. It is, I mean, it, it's both fascinating, just like something strangely magical about it that something like that could exist, and you've actually seen something like that, and yet infuriating at the same time. I mean for the last um what nine months since seeing that i've done a lot of googles i've searched online on youtube i've kind of gone a bit down the rabbit hole not you know super heavy but i've been interested and i've been looking and you end up with a lot of it's like a lot of people online and it what seems to be like the population general uh, they seem to find it as a form of entertainment and to me, after seeing that thing, that I don't see it as entertaining at all. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm interested in information and data, and I'm, I'd i really like to know what's going on with them type of things because, you know, that was something different. But that's... It, when looking at your videos with the hours, no one seems particularly entertained. It, it's all fun and games and entertaining until you actually see it, and then you... T- it goes from entertaining of of being fun to there's a lion on the loose and it's super, it could be super deadly. Because there's no way you'd have stopped that. Whatever that was, if it had bad intentions, you just wouldn't stop it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if that would have been a bloke, I'd have been straight out there and been like, why are you creeping me out, mate? What's your problem? Even if it was a seven foot tall bloke. But when it's like, Why does that? And isn't a bloke? And it's running with bent knees and legs and stuff. Like I, I wouldn't do that around here because if you upset someone, someone might not take it as a joke. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they might not find that funny at all. And if I, if I ever found someone who was like I hoaxed you, I'd be like you've you've made a mistake. Tell me that mate, because you're gonna have to pay for that because you've messed me about. Yeah. So. There's thing, no, there's no joke is. in
0: scaring someone, in scaring someone, yeah. full stop. It's not funny. No, it's not, not entertaining.
2: Well, it's not what, what if I'd have just poked my head out, saw this giant figure doing a creepy smile at her, and then just gone, oh, that scared me, and closed the curtain and never opened the window to look out and say what's going on. I'd have just been like, there's a guy being creeper, trying to scare me do you know what i mean like yeah. that scare a lot of people like truly scare them
0: and what happens if there'd um, been a, a woman who was walking home by herself at night you yeah, saw that
2: yeah it, it terrified me so anyone else who'd see something like that it, it, i don't think for a doubt man or woman or kids or whatever that'd scare you to death because that that that's just not normal and then you have to ask yourself like if these things are exist, do exist, and they really do look like they exist, not only from what I've seen, from all the other people who've seen it in Australia, America, and even some in the UK, it seems here. Um, it, like if if all of that stuff does exist, like would the what a government tell? Like if you were in charge of a government, would you tell people, hey, hey guys, by the way, you might before you nip out um, for a stroll through a park one night, going home after a few drinks, you might want to consider there's some giant creatures out there that's seven foot tall and could probably rip you to bits (laughs) if it chose to do. You know, like, you hope, I mean, when I, I, I shouted at that thing, it ran off, which was, it's nice to see, like, it's probably just going about its business, doesn't want any trouble like a normal person, you know, they're just doing their thing. But it's just the sheer thought of what if it didn't? What if you had a bad one that you know wasn't as friendly as the other ones? That'd be really dangerous. That's like um, that's like a proper loaded weapon. That it, it really is. Like lions are really cute on TV, but if there's a lion on the loose, I'm not going out. <laughs> You know, like, it's a deadly predator. That was, you know, literally the deadly predator. It looks cute, but it'll just rip you to bits.
0: I I always roll my eyes at, we get comments on our um, YouTube channel, on the AYR YouTube channel, people saying, oh, God, you know, why didn't you press record? Where's the proper footage? How come everything's blurry? And people say that about lots of people who manage to get little bits of footage here and there. And I, I always think to myself when I read those comments, you have no idea what you're talking about. If you were yeah. actually in that situation, and you were looking at what something that like you've just described, you're, and you're inside a building mm-hmm. and you were scared anyway, imagine if you're out yep. in the bush. The I know. the instant fear, panic response, the fight flight freeze response, mm-hmm. usually flight, just is instant and instinctive. You, yeah. You're not in your right mind to take a good video or press record or do any of yeah. that stuff. Um, your body is telling you, your instincts are telling you, get the fuck out of here right now. Run. Yeah. <laughs> run, 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 run. Like,
2: like, honestly, I, at the time it went from anger from what is that bloke's problem to sheer surprise and amazement of what the hell is that thing because that isn't a bloke. And then I remember a day or two later thinking to myself, like at the time I didn't even dream or think of picking up a phone, turning on the camera and saying, hey, Bigfoot creature, do you mind just standing there for a photo shoot? There was none of that. And if you've ever, what I've noticed since then, is if you ever get a really decent new smartphone camera, go out at night and take a photo of a dark forest and... It comes out a black nothingness. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it does. It, it's the most useless, pointless photo. If I, I only tried it to see if it would, you know, if it had been worth taking a photo, and it wouldn't have been. It just it, until you've actually gone out and then took a photo of a dark background, and it just comes out a dark screen, and it'll show you absolutely nothing. Then you can put it through. Um, picture editing and you can mess with the contrast and you'll get nothing that that anyone has got any video footage or photos considering it's a creepy scary giant bigfoot thing that could rip you apart and that if it's coming out at night these these cameras aren't low these cameras aren't low-light cameras they're not infrared cameras they're not thermal cameras it's not the technology to use to see anything at night and it shows you uh, i'd I'd say to anyone if they're questioning, just go out with your modern smartphone and take a photo when it's dark without lights on, and it'll just come out black. It just comes out pitch black. Yeah. And, and it, even y- if it's y- during y- the
0: day, if, you, if, you, if you're genuinely terrified uh, and something, oh, yeah. then you're not thinking clearly. You don't think clearly enough to even press record, let alone shoot stable no. footage.
2: If you've seen something like that, it goes from entertainment uh, oh yeah, they could exist. Uh, that's a really scary thing. And all, all you can think to yourself is, I'm not going. I'm not going out camping. I'm not going to go into a big park at night. I'm not going to go to a forest. And anyone of your family members and your mates, you're instantly like, yeah, I want not go out at night, mate, not into a forest. And then they ask why. And then you're <laughs> like, because there's a giant big-ass <laughs> Bigfoot thing. And then they're like, no, there isn't. And you're like, I've seen it. And they instantly they're just like, oh, yeah, I bet you have. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. you can't kind of win. No,
0: that's and
2: true. <laughs> honestly, I mean, with the UFO stuff, you know – that there's stuff flying about up there it's probably technology that governments want to keep on the quiet it makes sense that you know they'd want to keep stuff like that on the quiet because you know um defense and the rest of it and that all makes sense but with the bigfoot no that none of it makes sense seriously none of it even to me now i'm sitting here like i know i've seen it and what i've saw but at the same time i can't put any logical solid answer together to say oh well the high probability is it lives here and it does this and it eats there. you know there's that you just you just left with a million questions and when you look back you think the prob you just think the probability of ever finding answers is super slim and then you think to yourself if if answers ever do come will it be for the best or for the worst like that that one i saw i mean yeah it was it scared the devil out of me and it really did shit me up but it was it just minding its own business was it just seeing its family and kids do you know what i mean was it going off to find food to feed its family does it need people trying to hunt it or capture it and chop it up on a you know um with a scalpel or something it's like <laughs> i don't know you you just end up with all of these questions of I, I I wouldn't really want it in the population but you know if it's a living thing and it's like a person i mean the one i saw looked down the road to see if cars were there or, you know and it it can navigate urban streets so it it goes from yeah, it looks like this giant monster thing, but it's kind of behaving like a person. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. And if it's if it's doing what it's doing as a person, I I don't want to mess with that. It's got life, you know. We, we we trash biodiversity on this planet more than enough, and you know it, it it'd just be a shame to see something like that in a cage or you know have its life messed with. I don't know. Yeah, as I say, you just end up with these million questions and think, well, if it never comes out, it's going to sting because I'm never going to have any answers. And if it does come out, would that be worse than not having answers?
0: Yeah, <laughs> good question. Hey, what did Deborah? So you say you you reached out and made contact with Deborah, the woman who does. Yeah. The, so what what did she tell you about? Do you, if you remember the other the other cases. Around the Salford region, were they similar to yours?
2: Um, yeah, I think so. Um, I looked at her database briefly, but there's, there's it was, a, um, she had like a, a map and she had a lot of uh, points within the map of other cases of, uh, you know, a wide variety of different unusual kind of things that had occurred. One One I saw for this area was where a guy had seen a giant footprint of what looked like a Bigfoot footprint, like it was a massive footprint. I mean, the one thing is here, we don't have bears. We don't have any big creatures that live here. You know, like in America or Australia, well, America at least, you'd say, oh, it could be a bear bear track that's... Where the bear slipped and it stretched out a footprint, say. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really an outdoorsy man. You know, I'm not <laughs> like a, a bush type fella. Um, but like here in England, we don't have any of that stuff. Like, and at that point, it's like when you're seeing tracks of what can appear a big foot. That's. It's not just going to be some giant giant dude who's not wearing shoes going through the muddle even a big print you know big footprint i think deborah said there was um a sighting within that park down the road around the corner from there i remember deborah said there was um she saw a sighting years ago about a half a mile away from there uh, the only thing is, I don't know this area, to be honest. So it was kind of, you know, I I couldn't really place it all. I remember there was a sighting on um, a golf course not far away from here, about another, uh, maybe a, a half a mile, a mile down the road. I forget the name of the golf course. And that was more towards, you know, the wooded side, away from the Manchester side. And we have um, a river local which goes through ma- the manchester area so it, i don't know i mean it, it looked like maybe something could pass through this way and then head north say towards we have the lake district to the north we have um is like a big natural parkland which you know is is a huge place stuff could live there I imagine we have the peak district to the east uh, over Yorkshire way over the moor side you know them hills I imagine stuff could live there and we seem to have um, you know little forests dotted here and there all the way up there and I what was um, strange which I never expected is Deborah was saying that there's um, deer and I think it was boar that are in some of the forests here again because I'm pretty sure we killed all that stuff off like 300 years ago, yeah. and yet it seems to be coming back. um So it did make me wonder because instantly I thought, how much food would it take to feed a giant dude like that? You know, like if you if you ever see a bodybuilder eat food, it's like he's at like three dudes worth of food. Like you know <laughs> that would take the same amount of food and. It, you know that I can't imagine uh, there's be one big foot on its own, and we're all seeing the same one. So at that point, you think, well, there's got to be more out there. And if there's more out there, there's going to be multiple generations, and it's probably there's probably kids and grandparents out there. I mean, the one I saw looked super athletic. So, like, did they all look like that, or was that like a young man at like twenty, twenty-one? You know, that you know, the equivalent of whatever. I don't know. Um, I, I honestly don't have any answers, sir. Like zero. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm hearing yeah. you. I'm, I'm feeling your pain. I, I, I have none either.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I can't blame you because, like, anyone who like, uh. uh Like, I said to um, my friend online the other day, until I sat down with the Bigfoot king and had a cup of tea with the king of the Bigfoot (laughs) and said, hey, where do you guys all live? Do you live in caves or do you live up trees or something? And what do you get up to? What do you like to do? Do you like skiing? You know, like, uh, (laughs) have you been here long? Have you been living here long? Like, uh, another question. Britain is an island. So... Did before before um, Dogland flooded? I'm not sure if you're familiar with Dogland. It was the land bridge that connected East Yorkshire, you know, the east side of England uh-huh. to the to Europe.
0: Oh right, okay, yes, I vaguely, um, I haven't looked into that very much, but yeah, what's it called? Dogland.
2: Yeah, Doggerland. Um, I think I can't remember how long it, it, how long ago it flooded, but it's probably like ten thousand years, maybe longer. But like, uh, uh, did like if if these creatures are in it? Like the Native Americans seem to have been seeing these creatures forever. The modern Americans seem to be seeing these creatures. The Australians, the modern australians seem to be seeing these creatures the native australians of old seem to be seeing these creatures and then i'm seeing them and other people are seeing them in britain i'm guessing you probably if we have seen them here you might see them somewhere in europe maybe in the forests of germany or something how have these creatures got to all these different places like how, and um, if it came to England over the Doggerland Bridge, which connected us to Europe, it's been here 10,000 years. And it's not just it's not just going to have evolved within a few weeks. So it's probably evolved over millions of years and it's always been here for millions of years. So where's it been in the past? I mean, it, it seems and the Native Americans and Native Australians, they have law that stretches back regarding these creatures. I can't think of these creatures appearing in English law. I, I know a load of, we have a lot of different um, lore of different creatures. You know, like um, just north you have Nessie and the, there's there's a lot of law regarding the lakes in Scotland. And then I used to play as a kid in a place called Boggart Hole Clough and we had um, what was known as boggarts, mm-hmm. which were like, they, they had big feet, but they were known for being little small creatures. And they were took pretty serious about what two hundred, three hundred years ago. Like people were proper scared of those things.
0: Yeah. The the listeners to this will will probably have seen American Werewolf in London, but, and, London. <laughs> <laughs> and I I actually remember that one of the the earlier scenes when they they walk into a pub somewhere in is it in Yorkshire or Northern England anyway, and they walk in and there's. Silence as they walk in, but they say, D- "Whatever you do, don't go off the path. Don't go into the moors yeah. by yourself. Stay on the path." No.
2: Was it was it like a fancy or something where people turned into well, were- like there's a real scientific term where people think they're like werewolves? I forget. The yeah, name, right. It's a proper medical condition where they think they're like wolves or dogs and stuff. Right. And then they just behave like that. Right. So, like, maybe it was that or maybe it was like what you hear with the dogmen. Um You hear a lot online about dogmen, which just seem to be like Bigfoot with the face of a dog. And I think it was Pliny or um, it was one of the old Roman or Greek uh, travelers Herodotus maybe that talked of an island of men who had faces of dogs. Ah, oh,
0: that's right. And, Sino yeah, and, Sino something. CY you know something.
2: Yeah, somewhere around the Mediterranean. Yes. Um, I, I can't okay. remember
0: the name, but I do know what you're talking about, yeah.
2: Yeah, all of all of that stuff. You'd have just wrote off. You'd have said, "Oh, it's lore, it's stories." Maybe there's um, some religious craziness going in there and stuff. But you'd have kind of said that about a bigfoot. And I know, I know what I've seen. So it's like, if I've seen a bigfoot, I'm not writing off anything anymore. (laughs) Like seriously, (laughs) that's what
0: happens. I've
2: gone from no, they're like going from total skeptic of maybe this stuff does exist, but. I can't imagine it being in Britain, for example, to, well, I've seen it kind of, uh, I've seen it 15 feet away underneath a lamppost, and I didn't expect that. So what else is out there that I'm not expecting?
0: Yeah, well, you get so. to the point where, and I st- I've I've also, we not only receive reports of Yowie's, but I... I I receive bit through Yowie Central through my show and Australian Yowie research as well, but I'm getting lots more through Yowie Central of other cryptid creatures. So, a, a goat man kind of yeah. creature, big black yeah. dogs with red glowing eyes, um, a stick creature called a Mimi M I M I, which yeah. is like, uh, uh, but not an insect, a, cre- a real live creature. Yeah. That had a head, had limbs, walked upright, yeah. um, but was like a stick all the way up and down. And it's not the first one yep. we've heard about. So, and and mm-hmm. you have over. I mean, in, in Ireland, there's the the leprechauns. I mean, once yeah. once you once you open the possibility, open yourself to the possibility that Bigfoot exists or that Yowie ex- exists. Yep. What else is out there? And as you said, you can't – I can, I won't dismiss anything now. Um, I, I, no. There's, I there's very little that I'll call bullshit on because I, <laughs> there's so much evidence pointing towards other cryptid creatures being out there.
2: Yeah. I mean, honestly, it could be our Briss, where we say we're the dominant – Predator species. We're everywhere. We see everything. We have satellites and cameras, and we, if anything was out there, we'd see it. But it's like it's like you had the pandas, where when people said there's there's bears in the east that eat bamboo, and everyone laughed and they were like, we've never seen these bears, and we we know that every bear eats meat, and it's like you know eventually they find the panda. So I think uh, the gorillas uh, honestly, were the same
0: too. No one believes that the yeah, gorillas existed yeah, they either. They're still discovering new species, new mammals, new reptiles, new insects. I also think human beings, in general, this is a generalization, particularly in Western society. I guess I'm referring to because it's what I'm most familiar with. But there's a there's a a, a mm. disconnect between magic and mystery and reality yeah. whereas for for i think in the past and for other tribal peoples other indigenous peoples there isn't that divide there's a much more spiritual connection to to the planet and to other dimensions
2: yeah well we we it's like instantly with this everything i've ever learned in school about science and since leaving school about science you think, oh, we kind of know everything, we've studied quantum computing, look, you, we've got these smartphones, it proves that we're intelligent creatures, we know everything in this universe, or a good chunk of it, type thing, from Einstein's theories and the rest of it. And then we look at the kind of um, Native Americans... And then we go, well, you know, they're, they're a spiritual type of people and they're not familiar with the quantum computing and the sciences. So, you know, maybe they're kind of just kind of making metaphor for other things and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, nah, they're, they're, I can believe they're seeing stuff. Do you know what I mean? What, what they're saying, I don't think is metaphor. I think there's some pretty, it's more than just a seed of truth with what they're saying. They, they, you know, this isn't something they've just knocked up around a campfire for a laugh. They're reporting history. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're really relaying history, and it's passed down. Yeah. Um, I, I have a good friend uh, who's got Native American heritage in America. I was chatting to him, and he's been telling me stuff. And he's a straight-shooting guy, and he tells me, like, there's quite a few creatures there's the Bigfoot and there's another creature that can run at 70 mile an hour and you know like if you'd have told me that a year back I'd have been like a creature that can run at 70 mile an hour not sure mate even a cheater had would struggle with that (laughs) I believe the dude now like straight up like after seeing that thing I well believe the guy like he's he's a proper top-notch down-to-earth bloke he's straight up with it and it's like we always say like, you know, you're down to earth in the West, like meaning, you know, you're a reasonable logical person. But like in the East, um sorry, like in native uh like the Native Americans, they're down to earth in that you could say spiritual way, but it's more like a connected way into Yeah. It's like they're they're connected with the reality where we're a bit disconnected with mm. the reality and we've kind of we it's like we've just thrown all our eggs in the science basket yes and totally you know just not left any room for anything else which is more like dogma when you think about it uh-huh. we're kind of just stooped in scientific dogma by this point yes. so yeah it's bizarre i mean it'd just be so nice to sit down with the um you know the giant Ewok, the big, big king of the Bigfoots, and have a chat with him and just get all the answers. That'd be great, and wouldn't it? it? wouldn't that be lovely? Just like case closed, the end. You know, finish the book.
0: <laughs> that would be fantastic.
2: Honestly.
0: <laughs> Look, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. I really appreciate you sharing your story.
2: Cool. I mean, you're welcome. I. I honestly came through to yourselves because you honestly look like you're researching it in a non-entertainment way like you're actually doing what we call science like a real research and hearing other people phone in and be so genuine and honest i'm like I, i'm just not i'm just never gonna do another you know like report like we've done tonight like this will be this is going to be like my case closed i'm not going to go down this rabbit hole i'm not going to be doing more calls and stuff because i'm just going to be repeating the exact same thing and it's like it's nice it's nice for others to be able to say i can see where it's coming from and any insights i've maybe you know like as much insights as it's humanly possible with so little information to provide it'd be nice to share it and that's that's pretty much me done do you know what I mean I just can't I'll still be listening to other people's reports I'd I'd love to be able to connect some dots in a reasonable way and say there's definitely a correlation you know between this data like it majority big foots they all seem tall can we agree on that and everyone you know puts their hand up and says (laughs) yeah we agree on that it's like do they look strong and it's like everyone puts hand up and goes yeah we all think they look strong like how many things can we connect up to say everyone kind of agrees on that and then what are the outliers do you know like what are the unusual circumstances yeah but yeah, I mean, I'll be doing that in the future. But um, this will be the only audio podcasty type thing I do. It's not usually something I do. I'll be, be focusing back on my coding and work again. You know.
0: <laughs> well, I'm, I, it's been an absolute honour then that you've you've shared it with me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> and that was Paul from Salford in England. What did you think of that, people? If you've had any strange, mysterious experiences and you'd like to come on the show and share your story with the Yowie Central listeners, let me know via yowiecentral at gmail.com or via the Yowie Central Facebook group. That's all we've got time for this week, folks. Yowie Central will be back next week.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Believe Paranormal in UFO podcast. If you have had an encounter and you would like to share it, please get in touch with me. My email address is believepod at gmail.com. Finally, don't forget to follow us on all our social media outlets and be sure to join our Discord server to talk to other listeners of the show. You'll find all these links in our show notes. Thank you.